table upside down. <laughs> We're on now. Oh, okay. Yeah, show started. Uh, apparently, he's going to turn the table upside down because he thinks he's Jesus. <laughs> Welcome to uh, the Freedom Ring, ladies and gentlemen. It is Monday, March the 27th, 2023. Hope everyone had a great weekend. Yeah. Uh, I know that James's barber had a good weekend as he... It's always got to be something with you, man. No, I think it looks good. You were going bald and you admitted it. And I got to I gotta say, when I saw you yesterday... Big decision. In, when I saw you yesterday in church, uh, and you looked down the pew at me and went... Um, <laughs> I, I had to do a double take. I was like, what's different about him? Because some people you look when they take all their hair off, it's like, oh my God, it didn't look, it looks good. Oh, thanks. Even though we bust each other's chops a lot, and you more so than I. (laughs) You don't know what goes on behind the scenes. Uh, (laughs) I think it looks good. Thanks, man. You should uh, think about getting rid of the the cap or maybe be washing it. No, I'm actually, yeah, because this is a little dingy. I am getting another hat for the show, specifically for the show. Oh, yes, yes. More to come. Maybe some merch. All right, here we go. Big show today. What Joe Biden did was illegal. Now, that's an uh, uh, (laughs) open-ended headline because (laughs) what are you talking about? There's like 57,000 crimes this dude's attached to, so we'll narrow in, uh, zero in on one. More climate mandates on the way. And an update from Joe Biden's buddies from the Taliban. (laughs) Great. Yes, you know he's in bed with them. They, he gave them an entire military. Uh, search the Freedom Ring on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. We're on Spotify. Hello to everybody that's listening to the audio version of this. The Freedom Ring. Get your, the, get your face away from the microphone. The Freedom Ring. And um, anyway, the Freedom Ring on Rumble, BitChute, and Brighteon. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Yahoo Podcasts, and Stitcher. Uh, numbers continue to rise every week. We appreciate that. Thank you for your that. support. But I haven't seen any, uh, what is it, follows or shares you were looking for? Follows. Yeah, I haven't seen an increase there. We're seeing views. But if you want to avoid getting snapped in the kisser, Shh. you might want to follow. You see? Follow. Uh, give us a follow. Give us a like. Give us a share. Search The Freedom Ring on, I'm sorry, The Freedom Ring Show on Facebook, we are The Freedom Ring Podcast on Truth Social. And, of course, drop an email at freedomringshow at gmail.com. Uh, before we get into anything, today's moment of faith. I usually take this, but since uh, my man here is an actual preacher. Um, Sometimes. It's weird when you brought this up. I, w- I was looking for a topic to talk about because yesterday's uh, church service. We belong to a church. That I only pray everybody can experience a church that's like this. Um, church should not put you to sleep. Church <laughs> should not make you angry at people that are unlike you. Uh, church should reinvigorate, should re- relight the flame and remind you throughout the week to uh, continue living what is preached at church. And you should have camaraderie at the church you should it should not be a uh, a status symbol it shouldn't matter who you go to church with their financial status does not come into play at all we've got people that are friends and probably closer than family some are multimillionaires. some are just trying to make the rent and everyone's on a same playing field and i have to say i've been at churches belong to churches 
that were like what everything that I just described. And our faith is on fire right now. That's awesome. And um, I mean, it's partly because of this guy and my friendship with this guy. I know we bust each other's chops a lot, yeah. I, we're, but we're two guys. We're two regular guys. Uh, I love this guy like a brother. I've only known him four or five months, but I feel like I've known you for 35 years. I've got, I feel an openness with this dude right here. Again, in 90 seconds, we'll be tearing each other up and he'll spit in my face. He'll go up and he'll rob me of all the food in my refrigerator. (laughs) Hey, man, once you go over to someone's house one time, after that, they're no longer a guest and they can open up their refrigerator. That ain't what I come from. (laughs) He's Italian. Apparently, they don't do that. You'll get food when I give it to you. <laughs> and it's going to be better than anything you ever had. All right. All right, so we're talking about repentance today. All right. The first scripture I have is out of the New Living Translation. It's Second uh, Peter chapter 3, verse 9. It says, The Lord isn't really being slow about his promise, as some people think. No, he is being patient for your sake. He does not want anyone to be destroyed, but wants everyone to repent. When I minister in prisons, if I was to go there, because in prisons you have all kinds of varying degrees of crimes. You have people that are in there for drugs. You have people that are in there for armed robbery. You have people that are in there for theft. And then you have people that are in there for some more heinous crimes like murder and Child molestation. Child molestation, sexual assault, things like that. And if I go in there as a minister and turn my nose up to just a certain group of people because I feel a certain different way about someone's particular crime, it's actually spitting on the cross. God doesn't want anybody to be destroyed. He wants all men to come to repentance. That's why he sent his son Jesus. God wants every person on earth to repent and to be saved. If you didn't know this already, God did not create hell for you. God didn't create hell for us or any any human being. He created hell specifically for Satan and all the other fallen angels. Now I'm going somewhere with this. I want to read two more scriptures. It's out of the book of 1 John chapter 1 verses 7 and 9. This is where it gets good. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, talking about Jesus, we have fellowship with one another, one another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. The first step of repentance is to humble yourself and be like, hey, I messed up. Look, when some people first get saved, sure, they might still cuss and smoke and drink and maybe they're struggling with addiction or whatever it might be but as you draw closer to God those things tend to be cut away because when you love God and you draw closer to him you want to be more like him and you don't want to upset God you don't want to disappoint him so those things begin to fall off and some things some people I've seen that had a horrible mouth they get saved and they never say another cuss word in their in their life. I wish it was like that for me, but it wasn't. It, I, I had to actively work on not swearing anymore. It was something that was in my heart. And when you're a believer, when you mess up, the Holy Spirit inside of you tells you, Hey man, you messed up. You got to be quick to repent. 
Now, why am I talking about repentance? Because I, as a minister, I haven't ministered all over the world yet, but I've ministered enough to... Yet. Yeah. I've come across Christians that are wrapped up in their past transgressions, their past sins, whatever might be behind them. They're all, well, in the Old Testament, you know, it says... Our righteousness is as filthy as rags. It's out of the book of Isaiah. And yes, when you're not saved, your righteousness is as unfilthy as rags. But that last scripture I read, it says he is faithful and just to cleanse us from all our sins and from all unrighteousness. If you are cleansed from unrighteousness, what does that then make you? Righteous. I was going to say a hypocrite. (laughs) When you ask for forgiveness, when you repent for your sins, the blood of Jesus cleanses you and you are the righteousness of God. You are no longer dirty. You are clean. So many Christians walk around with all this shame and all this guilt of all the past things that they've done. When you ask God for forgiveness, when you repent for your sins... It is as far, as the Bible says, as from the east is from the west. That's a, a, you can't calculate that distance. There's, it's totally gone out of God's mind. The only person that brings up your past sins is you and the devil. Because he, the Bible says he's the accuser of the brethren. The devil loves reminding you of your past screw-ups. The devil loves reminding you of your past shame and guilt and sin. Just know... That when you repent, you are cleansed from all your sin and you are therefore righteous. You are in right standing with God. And a lot of, there are Christians, and this this is touchy right here, but when you ask God for forgiveness and you are cleansed from all sins, guess what that makes you before God? Born again. Perfect. Perfect. You hear a lot of ministers say, there's no such thing as a perfect person. Is my past perfect? No. But when I ask for repentance and forgiveness, I am therefore perfect in front of God. You don't have to wake up and sin every day. I haven't sinned today. Some people say, oh, you know, we all sin every day. They they can speak for themselves. There are days I go without sinning. Absolutely. People get wrapped up in the when a bad thought comes to their mind, they're like, oh, I just sinned. Guess who's throwing those at you? That's called the devil. He throws those thoughts at you. That's why the Bible says, you were talking about the other episode, we have to have the whole armor of God. The Bible says that we have the shield of faith, which quenches all the fiery darts of the enemy. What are those fiery darts? That's him throwing doubt. That's him throwing unbelief. That's him throwing temptation in your mind, right? Or in my case, it was throwing, uh, like you said, doubt. Uh, <sighs> doubting my ability to do what I do and do what I did for a living and now do it on my own in the very near future. Kind of let the cat out of the back. <laughs> but um, I was always looking at the corporate people that, you know, they were more they were more intelligent. They were more, they were just more than. And I always doubted myself. And then as I was with that last company and we're on Zoom calls and I was thinking to myself, wow, None of you guys impress me. They really don't impress me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it reminded me of an episode of uh, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee with Jerry Seinfeld where he was sitting there. I don't know if he's interviewing Eddie Murphy, uh, another comedian, obviously. That's the whole premise of the TV show. But 
he was sitting there talking to somebody. They were talking about the success of Seinfeld and what built the success of Seinfeld. And it was him and, uh, oh, what was this? The guy that he wrote the show with. Uh, he has his own show, The Old Guy. Yeah. Talks like this, kind of. Yeah, oh my God. Oh, this is going to kill me right now. I can't think of his name either. I can see him. That guy. Yeah, that guy. Anyway, it was Larry David. Larry David. Larry David. The chemistry, the success of that show was Jerry Seinfeld and Larry David sitting down by themselves writing that show, nobody else involved. And then the higher-ups from the television network were enjoying the cash and wanted to sit in on that procedure. And Jerry Seinfeld said, what are you guys doing here? And he's like, well, we wanted to be a part of this. This show is such a success. And he said, the show is such a success because you're not in it. What you need to do is stay back in your lane. And when I realized Jerry Seinfeld said that to the exec- executives at his, uh, at, at, I believe it was NBC at the time, it just freed me from, don't ever think that you're not good enough or qualified just because you might work for a certain company. That company doesn't exist without you. You can do it yourself. Don't doubt you're getting back to doubt. Anyway, that, that's what triggered that. And as we move forward, as I move forward, as this whole thing moves forward in, onto its other, uh, other, other form in the very near future, um, I'm proud to say that nobody in broadcast media intimidates me. Excellent. They shouldn't. The, because they're there only because most of them are there because of who they know, not because they're qualified. So I don't know what you do for a living, but don't ever doubt yourself and your abilities. Because that in, in, in itself is a sin. You're doubting what God gave you, the gift that God gave you. Don't ever doubt yourself. Um, am I off path saying that? No. I, I, so doubt, when you have doubt, you're not, you're, you're, you don't believe in God's word. And uh, I try to be careful about what I say, but I don't because I don't like walking on eggshells. But many Christians say that they believe in the Word of God. And like like I was just covering about repentance, they will repent from their sins and they hadn't sinned. And they will say how much of a piece of garbage they are and, and this, that, and the other. It's like, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit lives inside of you. You're the hands and feet of Jesus. You're part of the body of Christ. So when you're dogging yourself, you're dogging the body of Christ because mm-hmm. that's what you're a part of. Mm-hmm. So doubt should have no part of a believer's life. So with repentance, why why did I want to cover that? I wanted to cover that because I come across so many people, especially like in prayer lines, when I'm praying for people, they just, they've let the enemy, the accuser of the brethren, just beat them down about sins that they've already repented for. And it's it's covered by the blood of Jesus. It's gone, man. Repentance is one uh, a beautiful thing that God gave us to to get us back right with Him, and also for us to move forward boldly because there's no shame or guilt that's tied with it anymore. So, is there any repenting for Joe Biden? <laughs> See, I mean, and I, that sounds sarcastic. That sounds like I'm trying to crack a joke. Obviously, he's laughing. I'm kind of being serious. I mean, this dude claims to be a uh, 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 staunch Catholic, which doesn't really impress me anymore but yeah um, you're for killing children and you know and they're not they're not babies they're 
whatever. And not even to mention all the crimes that we already know of. That, yeah. I mean, is there really any repenting for someone like them? When, when he gets to the pearly gates... What's going to happen to uh, he, he Joe Biden? He won't see he won't see them gates. You don't think so? Nope. Uh, Joe Biden's coronavirus vaccine mandate is illegal under federal law. He issued executive order 14043 on September 9th, 2021 requiring 4.2 million federal employees to get a COVID vaccine as a condition for continued employment by the federal government. He claimed that he had this authority under the Civil Service Reform Act, that's CSRA, as part of the uh, determining workplace conditions for employees, and that he also had inherent power under Article 2 of the Constitution to require federal employees to get the jab. A nonprofit group named Feds for Medical Freedom, Feds for Medical Freedom, sued on behalf of its 6,000 members who are federal employees joined... And I don't recall the news mentioning this either. You won't. Also, let me reiterate. If Joe Biden gives his life to Jesus, he'll see the pearly gates. But if he doesn't, he won't see them. Uh, Let's see. On behalf of their 6,000 members who are federal employees joined by other groups and individual plaintiffs, all arguing that the president has no such authority and seeking a preliminary injunction to block the mandate... While the case uh, plays out in court, they're uh, they're represented by Boyden Gray and Associates, a boutique law firm that's um, headed up by uh, Boyden Gray. Uh, he served as White House counsel under President George H. W. Bush, and also is a former member of the U- uh, former U.S. ambassador. Several lawyers from the Trump administration who now work at his firm are Jonathan Barry, Michael Bushbacher. And Trent McCotter, they uh, they led led yeah. led the challenge. Judge Jeffrey Brown of the U.S. District Court for the Southern District of Texas agreed with the challengers, holding the president lacked this authority, noting that six thousand employees and other plaintiffs were scattered nationwide amongst vir- virtually every federal agency. He issued a preliminary injunction blocking Biden's vaccine mandate nationwide. The current, uh, the case is currently in Brown's courtroom for additional proceedings, including determining whether the injunction would continue to block the mandate nationwide or be limited to the 6,000 members represented in the case. The Justice Department also has the option of petitioning the Supreme Court to review the Fifth Circuit's decision. If you want to check this all out for yourself, the case is Feds for Medical Freedom versus Biden, B-I-D-E-N, number 22-40043 in the U.S. Court of Appeals for the Fifth Circuit. So my question is, when do private employers uh, get sued for mandating the same liquid death sentence? Where are the lawyers willing to take these cases on? I know of two of them, they're battling out west with... Uh, the Remdesivir cases, Michael Hamilton and Daniel Watkins, which are friends of this show. Um, what is the procedure for those that lost everything because this fake pe- uh, pandemic forced them out of their careers, rendering them with nothing to afford legal counsel to fight with? Mm. The average, I mean, it's, it's great that it's happening for these uh, federal employees. I'm wanting to go to battle and uh, see the average Joe. Working at a plastics factory or whatever warehouse. I want to see the same for those people. Or, I don't know, broadcast media uh, that were forced to, you know, 
get the jab and get the first two jabs before they were allowed to come back to work. And I don't know, because most of the people I worked with that got the jabs and stayed with my uh, previous employer, I don't know if they're every six months being told to get the the booster. I don't know. I've lost all contact with them. Uh, They haven't kept me in the loop. But um, I do know that there are people that lost their lives because of it, and that's not a conspiracy theory anymore. I think it's been proved beyond a shadow of a doubt, uh, and it's got evil written all over it, which is uh, pretty much what we're doing here, Yeah, exposing it. Um, Joe Biden's climate guru. John Kerry sat down. There you go. Another. That's all you got to. You just got to simply mention this guy's Dude. cabinet. <laughs> their their names bring up laughter. The climate change. Joe Biden's climate envoy. Uh, John Kerry sat down for an interview with Yahoo News senior climate editor Ben Adler to discuss climate change. The interview began the uh, by admitting Biden's so-called Inflation Reduction Act is actually a Marxist climate change bill. Ben Adler asked uh, John Kerry if Biden's uh, regime will be taking more aggressive climate action in addition to what is already the Inflation Reduction Act. He said, quote, we are doing a lot more than just the IRA. The IRA is a package that in it, in and of itself could get 40, uh, 40, 40%, but in addition to that, the president is issuing executive orders. There will be changes on automobile, on light truck, uh, heavy trucks, Light trucks and heavy trucks, a number of initiatives are being made. During the same interview, John Kerry was asked whether he has been flying on private jets while pushing global warming, and he denied it. He says, no, I didn't fly private. Did you fly at all? (laughs) Did you fly at all? And there's one more sentence that should just... See, it should piss everybody off. Let's just come to the chase. He didn't fly private. My question, did you fly at all? And if you're so... This is this is another sign of... Uh, this climate change is just a load of crap. It's fake. It doesn't exist. Yeah. And the people that are pushing it on you, they know it doesn't exist. A, he flew. When the rest of us and technology... Have the ability to do Zoom calls. If you're so hell-bent and you're so concerned about the climate, why don't you do Zoom calls, Mr. Kerry? Yeah. We've got the technology. You'd eliminate. You wouldn't even have to be accused of flying, whether whether a private jet or commercial. You'd minimize your carbon footprint. Right. (laughs) Come on. Why not, sir? Because you yourself, you pathetic scumbag, you know it doesn't exist. Well, I repent. <laughs> Carbon footprint. Carrie <laughs> <laughs> then claimed, are you a blue collar worker? You're going to love this. Carrie then claimed that it's fine for global elites to fly private jets because, quote, they're working harder than most. All right. Uh, so I forget. I, this makes me wish I'd have known we were talking about this before the show because there. You were in the pre-show meeting. There has already I told you what we were talking about. There has about. already been a study that shows that a jet puts out more emissions than I could ever, Your ever in my car. lifetime in a car, yep. and more. Yep. So 
Sorry, bro. I will always be driving a gas or diesel combustible engine for the rest of my life. And if they ever try to get rid of them, I'm going to buy all the beaters with heaters I can and just restore them. But here's the thing is that they just, what was I listening to? And my, my numbers may be a little bit fudged, but you can look at this yourself. What produces, uh, I think it was like in 1980 or 1990, the percentage of electricity that was that the United States used that was produced by burning coal was 38%. 38% of the electricity that America produced was caused by burning coal. In 2020, guess what that percentage was? 37%. Oh, man alive. <laughs> it went down a whole 1%. I was going to sarcastically like triple that. <laughs> yeah, but. it's like they they don't know what they're doing. And if, if you've ever we, – we've talked about this before, the way that they mine these, uh, you know, the materials that are used for electric batteries and all that. It's not – some of these uh, third world countries, it's not the, – the sites aren't humane. Uh, and anyways, what, what charges a battery – electricity how do we get the electricity cool. so, yeah so what are they going to make a battery to charge the battery so solar. that you can have batteries oh solar, yeah let's, that let's doesn't go, work yeah let's go solar let's go wind let's go yeah it's a bunch of crap man no speaking of a bunch of crap burn coal i'm all for burning coal i'm sorry my add's kicking in right now we're gonna talk about the video you just played before the show. Okay. Speaking of third world countries, which let's face it, Ukraine is. Uh, there is a TikTok video you showed me of mm. a news source. Was it the BBC? Correct. Claiming how insane under fire Ukraine is. Yeah. Okay. This is hilarious. The guy is zooming in on, I think it's the BBC? Yes. The BBC is doing a report on a particular town square and how it's under fire yeah. and under siege and it's all flame ridden and and torture torture evil 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 bad not knowing that the guy that is doing this video and has his phone recording the television turns and looks at the very town square that he lives yeah. next to that they're talking about yeah and nothing's going on yeah, and they're constantly asking this guy like hey how do you you know what's going on here what's going on there how are you guys doing over there it's and it's so much crap it, it's like life as usual going on over there people just carrying on about their business you know they got the they got the props, you know, they got the little, uh, you know, the big old iron things they put on the ground so that vehicles can't get through, right. but people were just strolling around, then he sh they showed a bridge that um, they showed a missile strike on or whatever, and the guy's like right there looking at the bridge like, huh, they, they must have slapped this up real quick, you know? Or was it all CGI and... You can... Conspiracy, right, or not conspiracy? Right. But you I, I laughed when I he showed me this video, and the guy's actually all he does is turn the video and looks out his window, and you see everything on the news is a complete lie. Yeah. Just but, like jo, uh, John Kerry talking about climate change, it's a complete lie. If you cared that much, if we were doing so much damage to Mother Earth, which we pray to God we never will, but if it was legit. You wouldn't be flying in jets at all. Let, you would be doing those let, meetings in Zoom calls like the rest of us are doing. Let me just say this for everyone right now, and you can think what you want, but we are never going to run out of oil. 
We are never going to run out of coal. There's plenty of it. Just like diamonds. There are lots and lots of diamonds. They would have you believe that diamonds are rare. Ooh. But actually, diamonds are not rare. They just hoard all of them. Need a haircut. So that you could think that they're rare so they can charge you more for it. Yep. That's real. <laughs> Climate change. Let's... Flush some more money down the toilet. Yeah. Let's let's uh, put restrictions on the common working man. Oh, you got to have this kind of truck with this kind of emissions. And the EPA, garbage. Get. I mean, anything that's three letters: CIA, EPI. The FBI. government has. The government is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. I I am. I do not want a big government. What's the Bible say about that? About me putting my thumb down? No. <laughs> just just the way things are happening right now. Everything that is in the Bible, we're seeing Bible unf- prophecy just unfolding it in is. front of our very eyes. It is. And it's end times, man. Jesus is coming back soon. And some just don't want to be on board with it. And, and and the ones that claim to be all about Jesus and all about God and are, and obviously put him in the same category as the tooth fairy, you're really seeing that. You got the evil, evil, evil ones. Then you've got like the, 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 the fake Christians, and then you've got the ones that are falling and, and, and getting closer to God. And I'll be honest with you, I didn't know how much faith I had until all this stuff started unfolding and I said no to the death jab and, and my, my faith has just been set on fire. That's and, good. And uh, I'm ready to go to battle, man. And I'm, I'm not afraid. I'm not afraid. I was just I don't know, you know, shouldn't complete be. That's that great. Sense. Yeah, man. Not afraid at all. Uh, if and if you think if we had a relationship years ago, you're part of my past. Whether it's five years ago, ten, thirty-one years ago, not on board, man. It was nice knowing you. You know what I mean? I I don't want to push anyone away, but if you're not on board with with Christ at this time. Man, I, I you can I, love people from a distance. I'm going to pray for you, but I don't know what you're not seeing. I don't know what you're not seeing. Yeah, I just... Is that wrong of me? Well, I wouldn't write people off completely. Well, I've, I've learned that the hard way. You don't write people off completely. you got to love people where they're at and have compassion, but if someone... If, well, that's if what someone, I mean, well, if, I'll pray if for someone's, I mean, we talked about this a couple episodes ago. If someone's close and they're just causing division and strife and... They just—they're very combative and argumentative all the time. I don't—I don't have time for all that. I really don't. Love you. Praying for you. That's essentially what I'm saying. Yeah. It doesn't mean I'm a bad guy. I'm not wishing you ill will. I'm not wishing anything negative. I'm just like, I just don't understand what you're not seeing. How—how how can anyone claim to be uh, a Christian and not be leaning full time? into Jesus right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I I, I don't watch pro sports anymore. Love football. I I think I can count on one hand how many Packers games I watched this year. Because anything that's associated to uh, the industry that is pushing all this evil and all this entertainment, whether it's sports, music, movie, whatever, it's just a diversion from what's really going on. And I'm not going to deny my maker Especially right now. Yeah, I think, you know, uh, everything in moderation, I guess. You know, I, I haven't been to any uh, sports games or whatever in a while. But, you know, my son's 
my kids are starting to get a little bit older and, and take interest in sports and sh- whatever they're interested in, man. Yeah, I'll go. Well, check I'm not out talking about little league games with their kids. No, I'm talking about taking like because there's I, I do enjoy going to a hockey game and I, I want to take my boys to a to an actual game. There's the Columbus. What are they? The Blue Jackets, yeah, blue. and then there we have the local IHL or whatever it is now, Cincinnati Cyclones. I, I like walk, watching hockey, but like, am I a diehard fan? Am I? Is that all I talk about? Is sports, sports, sports? I just. Did you fill out your bracket, man? No. Oh, dude, we're gonna get together this weekend and get hammered, man. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Which, which is funny. On a side note, uh, everybody at work throwing money to you know get on the pool for the March Madness bracket, and they all, of course, pick the top teams. Well, I guess this year a lot of underdogs just <laughs> destroyed a lot of top teams in the first round. So that was God. <laughs> How much money did you place on that illegal activity? <laughs> <laughs> he turned the table over on you. All right. Um, <laughs> Taliban. As previously reported, Joe Biden supplied the Taliban with billions of dollars worth of U.S. weapons, armed vehicles, helicopters, ammunition, and piles of cash. This is not new. Uh, rather than destroying the equipment before leaving the country, Joe Biden surrendered nearly 85 billion worth of our military equipment to the Taliban. Again, this is not new information. 85 billion. I'm bringing this up because uh, the Taliban is basically flaunting, uh, extending the proverbial middle finger to all of us because of what that idiot on Pennsylvania Avenue did, uh, who I believe is in bed with all of them. He just basically gave them an entire military. Again, that's not new. You already knew that. Um. I'm going to direct you to the Freedom Ring show on Facebook for the the article that has everything in great detail on what they have from us that belongs to us that belongs belongs to you and you and I paid for this. And the one thing that's I mean uh, of the list was crazy and the one thing that stood out is 45 Black Hawk helicopters. We're talking about the top of the top when it comes to Military helicopters. Mm-hmm. I mean, Black Hawk helicopters are it. Bad. 45 of them we left over there. And the the total on that, and I lowballed it, was like $340 million. I mean, what is going on? This is insane. And then 15 soldiers die, and while their bodies are being brought off the plane, he looks at his watch. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't... I can't Can imagine... speed this up, man? I can't even. I'm done here. I can't even imagine if I was there and saw that, and that was one of my sons or brothers or dads or rel, you know, anyone, some, yeah, neighbor, any soldier, because we, I respect them all and I love them and I thank God for their service. But this, this is, I, I mean, blatantly putting it in your face. This guy does not care about our soldiers. He does not care about our country. He only cares about his own self-interest. And he's a dirtbag. Joe Biden left 300 times more guns than those passed to the Mexican cartels in Obama's Fast and Furious program. The Taliban uh, later released a video of the weapons Joe Biden left behind and the room full of stacks of $100 bills. Your currency, our currency. 
that Joe left your for, tax dollars for good measure. Uh, the tax dollars we no longer have. The tax dollars that could have been used for closing up that border, uh, feeding our military. Yeah. Or what about our vets? Right. What about them? Like, I mean, geez. The Taliban posted videos of pallets of weapons and stacks of one hundred dollar bills that they have seized. Uh, much of the information included in the above list is for public record, and I obviously edited that list, but the list is posted at the Freedom Ring Show on Facebook. Uh, recently, the Taliban started posting video of fields of... And I don't know if I showed you when we were upstairs. Literally, field, football fields. I don't know. What did you say? 30 football fields of military... Our military vehicles just in perfect, just picture like, you know, a, a, a new car lot that just is almost endless of military, 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 mil- it's all ours and they got it for free. You're going to tell me that that guy has to be, I, I mean, I'm just, I, I would have to say this is probably the worst president ever. I mean, it's, it's not even someone throwing shade or anything i mean but 84 million voted for him yeah all the decisions he's made everything (laughs) he's done he has to be the worst president of all time oh he ain't no president he was never voted for the whole system yeah uh patty online says with a government like ours who needs enemies uh somebody else says this is the uh malevolent Legacy of the most treasonous regime in human history. Pay, yeah. pay King Biden and the entire general staff need to be indicted and convicted of treason. Um, to say the least. But those Biden kids, man! Oh, I'm sorry. The Trump kids is what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah, they're horrible. Unbelievable. The orange man cometh. Uh, one more story here. The Gateway Pundit has identified over 20 incidents and groups of federal operatives leading the uh, charge on the U.S. Capitol on January 6th. At this point, we can confidently report that the uh, the only planned insurrection was by the federal operatives who led the charge on the U.S. Capitol that day. And now there's video evidence of undercover D.C. police stealing riot shields from police and passing through broken glass doors that day. Nova Campaigns put together a string of tweets from that day involving this one undercover police officer. One alleged undercover cop is seen throwing police uh, shields further back into the crowd. The very same act that has Trump supporters serving prison time for. Mm. Uh, This link and all videos are posted on our Facebook page as well. The Freedom Ring Show. Just go to our Facebook, Facebook page and you can see all of these videos. All everything we're talking about right here. Uh, this was a plan that somebody online said this was a planned and well thought out setup. A picture perfect execution and entrapment, one hundred percent, one thousand percent a political witch hunt to pin on Trump. A big slander campaign. Uh Leftards acknowledge the setup by the feds, but think it's okay because it got those MAGA people and stopped them from protesting the stolen election. Time to start arresting the real insurrectionists. Ray Epps would be a good place to start. We see we see more clearly why Nancy refused to release the tapes. Scum, all of them. The moment I found out, and I'll keep saying this, Nancy Pelosi is behind it, Chuck Schumer, they all play... Chuck Schumer showed his cards when he got so angry with, with uh, Tucker Carlson of 
um, airing part of that forty-one thousand hours of of uh, video. Um, as soon again, it's unedited footage of an event you claim was legit. Why would you? You know, it, would you question if I owned a convenience store and I said I got robbed and I showed you a piece of the surveillance footage? See, there it is, there it is. No, we need to see it, sir, unedited. And the moment you say, no, uh, no, no, you can't see the unedited version. Something's up. Come on, you just you just admitted your guilt. Because the unedited version would show the entire crime that you are 100% certain took place. But you won't let us see it. So I can only assume you're guilty. That's ex- I mean, you would do that with a convenience store owner, right? We're talking about the U.S. government, Chuck Schumer. And then you've got Nancy Pelosi turning down President Trump, who offered protection from ten to 20,000 um, uh, military personnel to be on say, uh, National, Guard. National Guard. Thank you. And then we find out that Nancy Pelosi's daughter is doing a documentary on the event that is unfolding in front of us. Hmm. You arranged a camera crew to do a documentary on the wait. I thought it was unplanned. Nothing. What happened? You can't make this stuff up. It's this all happened. This is all legit. Say a prayer for our country. We're gonna pray us out. Yeah. If you're watching this. And you I don't know why this is there. If you have not subscribed or oh. followed, <laughs> do you see this? It's an ambulance. This is an ambulance. You're I'm a, not going to say it. You're a dork. But you better follow and subscribe. Because <laughs> that's Christian-like, right? Amen. I repent. <laughs> We're talking about repentance. Pray us out before right. you dig us a hole. <laughs> Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you for... All of our listeners and followers and viewers, thank you. I just ask that you... Thank us for the Matchbox Ambulance. Yeah, that was a really good prop. Thank you, Lord, for it. And um, I thank you for keeping the blood of Jesus over all our viewers and listeners, protecting their loved ones and their family. I thank you for Brother Matt, and I thank you for strengthening him as uh, he goes forward in the endeavor that you've uh, instructed him to do, and I thank you for blessing it. I thank you for everything that you're doing for us. Thank you for the clothes on our back, the roofs over our head, the food in our bellies, and we, we just thank you so very much. Help us to show the love of Jesus to someone today. We give you all the honor, glory, and praise. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, amen. Again, pray for our country. Be good to each other, keep God front and center, and avoid ending up in that ambulance from Brother James as it drives into my cheekbone. (laughs) We'll talk to you Wednesday. See ya. Make sure you share. Share.